are into the groove at five o'clock. And why wouldn't we be? Because check this out. This is not just a creator studio. This is a massive pool party soon to be happening in the background. What could you wish for? It is just so amazing and even more amazing. Hey, I have a guest. I'm joined by Kate Lovejoy, Chief Performance Officer at Addictive and an experienced growth strategist and operations leader. Kate has worked on campaigns for hundreds of top grossing mobile games, including King, Zynga, EA, Machine Zone. And it's great because Kate tells me in her current role at Addictive, she gets, quote, excited about finding ways for mobile app developers to retain, activate, and upsell their existing user base. And Kate, I have to tell you, I get excited having you here with me today and getting to meet you because we had such a great call in prep. And then I decided, well, we could go straight into the podcast, but everyone's more than a title, and you certainly are. One thing we won't read on LinkedIn, and a source of joy, I would hope, is that you're pregnant. You're, you're making a baby, so to speak, as you're making mobile app marketers and audiences, growing them here at the, at the event. So there you go. Yeah. You know, it's a pleasure, pleasure to be here today. I'm super excited to be speaking with you. Maybe your first podcast. I don't know. Is it your first podcast? Not my first podcast. Okay. Over the past few years, I've been on Singular, Two and a Half Gamers, okay. uh, Business of Apps, quite making a few. Making the rounds. Yeah, making the rounds. But this is my first time doing a live podcast at MAU. So and happy to be doing it. And the first time at the Five O'Clock Club with exactly. Mobile Groove. But you're no stranger to the mic, right? Because you true. used to do spoken poetry that is beyond cool tell yes, me about that i did um you know the the content was a little bit different believe it or mm -hmm. not my poems were not about um roas or roi <laughs> you could but, rhyme it though uh, yeah exactly <laughs> uh, but my mission was kind of similar right in in doing that it was all about engaging audiences which is what i do every yeah. day in my role at a retargeting company and what I'm trying to do uh, on our in our chat here today. So it runs full circle. Yeah. For sure. Well, you have the mic right now. Here we are. We're in the groove. So aside from poetry, aside from maybe hanging out at the pool, what else do you do when you want to get into the groove, get into the zone? Yeah. What gets me into the groove? Um, yeah. I would say very niche podcasts get me into the groove. Okay. So uh, right now I'm listening to a pod, uh, a uh, playlist rather of. Um, department stores in the 90s, uh, music that would be playing at a department store in the 90s. So You are very niche, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm, I'm going to have to follow up on that Please, one. Please, it's, it's Spotify, like, it, This, this is know. not Muzak. This is like real deal, right? Yes. So I do have to talk about what else gets you into the zone, obviously helping mobile marketers, because you told me that yourself. But um, let's help, let's just pick up with that and tell me a little bit more about Addictive. Yeah, absolutely. So at Addictive, we see ourselves as a mobile growth engine. We handle everything after the install, um, helping you with retention, activation, and, and upselling your user yeah. base. So we mm -hmm. are a retargeting DSP. Uh, that's really been our, our bread and butter over the past couple years. But recently, we've been expanding what we're doing. And so still with that mission of um, enabling growth for mm -hmm. games, uh, but looking a little different. And so today yeah. we'll talk about churn prediction, which is one of the areas that we've been exploring. Yeah, I got very excited about that. When you brought that up, I was just thinking, you know, you're making retargeting great again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that was exactly. just on the spur of the moment. It came to me. You should be on our marketing team. That's fantastic. <laughs> there you go. T-shirts are coming. T-shirts are coming. So 
It is important though, and it's important to have a little bit of humor because it is sort of doom and gloom out there. You know? Oh, you hear it left and right, lots yeah. of doom and gloom. But the big wins don't come easy. However, we know that it's all focused on doing what you do better, mm -hmm. keeping the users you have, making certain they're valuable, making certain that they engage and understanding as you do now when they're about to leave, you know, cut it off at the bud. Right. So what are you seeing? Where do you seeing that marketers struggle? Yeah. So, you know, to so go back to what you were saying about the kind of doom and gloom, I think it's mm. important to, to talk about, to talk about that. Mm. Um, privacy is a huge uh, topic in our industry and oh, particularly yeah. for um, retargeting. And, and one thing I want to reassure folks is that on Android, retargeting is going to very much be very possible. So, you know, we have this um, Android privacy rules that are coming uh, mm -hmm. at some point in, in, a, in a year, yeah. two years. Uh, and I've been really impressed with the way that Google has been soliciting feedback from the industry. They're working with vendors like us to understand how do we make sure that we can do our business in a retarget in a privacy safe environment that protects that end users data. So, you know, we're coming, they're coming out with um, protected audiences, formerly known as pledge mm -hmm. yeah. uh, within the next year or two. And this is a way for us to continue doing retargeting, to continue going after users who have, um, who, who, who you find valuable, mm -hmm. um, just in a, in a more protected way. So I, I think the doom and gloom is a bit, is a bit misplaced. So we're both optimists. Yes, absolutely. We are indeed. And one thing is to always fight smart. I love that phrase. Mm -hmm. It's one I use quite often, which is about the whole idea of being data-driven and strategic. And it starts also with understanding the way things are done in order to change them. You, know, mm -hmm. you have to understand things in order to change them. And that's yeah. what you've done because, hey, understanding audiences, they are changing. They always were. Right changing but it's extreme now we understand it's not static it will mm -hmm. never be static and rules base is of course not the whole story not to throw yeah. it out not the whole story what's your approach yeah absolutely so we we hear a lot from marketers that they struggle with this problem of retention you know this is something mm -hmm. that's plagued our, our industry from from the beginning we all know the scary figures out there that 90 something percent of your users will be gone within 30 days post install that's a problem. Uh, yeah. And, you know, only a small portion of, of users in a mobile game are, are typically payers. And so our whole business is about helping to address those two problems. Um, the way most of our, our clients are, are running campaigns today is with, just as you mentioned, kind of rule-based segmentation. Mm -hmm. So they'll come to us and they'll say that they want to target users who are seven days lapsed. Let's get an ad in front of them. Uh, what we find is this works pretty well. Uh, yeah. Seven days of inactivity is a good guess for a user who's probably gone. Um, but what we're moving to and what I'm really excited about is using more predictive methods mm. for defining that audience base. Yeah. So instead of just saying, okay, as soon as it's been seven days, uh, let's get an ad in front of them. Let's move towards something where we predict the right moment to show an ad to a specific user yeah. before they're gone forever, when, they, when you still have a chance to, to keep them engaged. Yeah, I mean, I remember that it's 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 different in gaming, but I remember when people were talking about the fault in rules based thinking, right. because, for example, what if you have a healthcare app and right. people are not always coming every seven days and saying, yes, I really need to check in the app. No, they don't because exactly. we're hoping their best of health. That's exactly. why. So 
Churn prediction. Mm -hmm. That's what you're excited about. That's what that the is. industry is really excited about because it's all about understanding the signs of churn, which I want to delve into mm -hmm. because there are like pre-indicators of indicators. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You have this as a product right. just recently launched uh, off the shelf. What does that mean? What does that mean to the marketer? Yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned, we've been really focused on this problem of retention and we are in this niche of retargeting. That's what we've been very focused on. And so our models and our data scientists have very much been uh, focused on solving this problem and have come mm -hmm. with some good solutions. So what we have is a model that uh, scores your users on a score from zero to one. Mm -hmm. uh, so 0 0.1, 0 0.2, et cetera, based on their likelihood to churn. Um, and what we suggest is that you then target those users in the highest likelihood to churn bucket uh, to mm -hmm. make sure they don't they don't actually go away from your app. And what are you doing? You're looking at what they're doing in the app, maybe what they're not doing in the app or exactly. outside of the app. And that's all feeding into the model, right? All, all of that. So really coming from your organic data of what your users are doing, what um, levels they're completing, you know, mm -hmm. how frequently they're opening. All those kind of signals are all um, being fed into the model, and then mm -hmm. we output this score. Hmm. Well, that is interesting because then the next question I have to ask, of course, is how marketers can create a segmentation based on this. You're telling them, okay, this user, you know, <laughs> one to 10, they're a 10. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that's a good thing. Right. I don't know. Yeah. 10's good. Um, you know, one, something's happening. Mm -hmm. Then they need to build a segmentation model that will say, okay, when I see this happening, I need to do these things. How right. does that happen? Yeah. So the way it works is we have these, you know, these models on our side. We're generating an audience list via an API. Mm -hmm. And we can just run campaigns directly, uh, kind of with the push of a button, targeting those users. Okay. Um, what's interesting about this model is that we can run your standard retargeting campaigns. So say you have that seven day lapsed, that can be your evergreen strategy. Mm -hmm. And we run churn prediction on top of that, meaning okay. that you have those standard campaigns, except you also want to go after the users who have that highest likelihood to churn. Then you want to target when it, whether they're active, inactive, okay. whatever it, it may be. So that's how we set it up on, on our side. So it sounds like a little bit like a hybrid because I can build on top of it. I can exactly. tinker, I can do my thing, or I can say, you know what, Kate, I can't handle this. Let's give it to Addictive, and then you run it exactly. in your way. That is very cool. So how about the accuracy of this? Such an important question. Yes, indeed. You know? That's why I'm asking it. What you about know, the accuracy I, I think of it? a lot of folks should be talking about predictive analytics and the accuracy is the most important part of that. Do these mm -hmm. models work? Um, mm -hmm. Because we're doing prediction, we can actually measure if our predictions were correct or incorrect. Yeah. And so we have it. We see an 85% accuracy at minimum on Impressive. our models. Okay. So if we say a user is going to be gone, chances are they're, they're gone. And then, of course, because it's within the technology and the platform, you will be learning so Absolutely. that 85 will be increasing, increasing, increasing. as well. And it's, it's app by app. We do see some apps that have an even higher um, percentage there. So let's talk about that, because another thing you do that I think is very valuable is you see the early signs of churn, but you're also building models around this, trying to help people understand it, you know, help them navigate mm -hmm. the retargeting strategy. So walk me through this, the data you look at, yeah. what you're doing. Absolutely. So when we are running a retargeting campaign, we really think the, the first step is understanding your user behavior. So really mm -hmm. we, what we do is we take a deep dive into the organic data. We try mm -hmm. and figure out um, what kind of patterns there are, who are your most valuable users, 
How do we get more users to behave uh, like those valuable ones mm -hmm. in the funnel? What are the drop-off points? And before we spend any media with a client, we run this very in-depth analysis to figure out, can we support them with retargeting? Is that, you know, and, and what does that look like? Mm -hmm. um, so examining all that data is a super important part of, of what we do. It's also free, by the way. Right? It is. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's what blew me away. I was like, okay, you really want to help people for <laughs> predict churn. They'll give you that yeah. as insights and you'll say based on that. I mean, I'm just curious. It's, it's just launching, but have you done the predictive analysis before? Have you said to someone, look, you really need to do X or no, you're not, you're not ready. You, you can go back and do your homework and come back and we'll, we we'll have, do it together. We have, absolutely. And that's why we offer this for free, the pre-launch okay. analysis, because uh, we want to run campaigns that are successful. I work on the post-sale side primarily with teams, mm -hmm. and we invest a lot in our retargeting programs for clients. We're building rich media. We're running all these uh, in-depth analysis on a weekly basis. We do incrementality testing. And so all of that is, um, uh, you know, extensive. And so we want to run campaigns that make sense for us mm -hmm. and that make sense for our clients. And examining that data in the pre-launch analysis enables us to do that successfully. Mm -hmm. So it's in our benefit too. You also go very granular into the data. Can yeah. you give me an idea of how you've done this or mm -hmm. an example? Maybe, you know, a company says, I want to, for example, upsell to payers, yeah. how that works, how you actually get that deep. And then that's strategic as well. Absolutely. So that is, I think, one of the most successful audiences that mm -hmm. you can run, upselling your payers. Uh, yeah. Those are folks that have opened their wallet before. We can get them to do that more times for you. And so if anyone was coming to me asking, what should I, what campaign should I run? If I can only run one, it's that. Mm -hmm. um, the type of things that we look at to figure out exactly who to go for there would be, for example, time between install and first purchase. We want to mm -hmm. understand that so we understand how to get more payers to make that first purchase. Mm -hmm. um, we'll also take a look at the time between purchases, which is something that often surprises our clients, how frequently mm -hmm. uh, users make purchases. Typically, mm -hmm. we see that a payer in a gaming app is making purchases every few days. So mm -hmm. if you wait two weeks after they've made a purchase to get an ad in, an ad in front of them, that's going to be too late. They've lost that uh, thirst to keep making purchases. Mm -hmm. And so we'll run, you know, figures like that to help define the right audience to go after. So we talk about retargeting all the benefits. It really helps to know what you're doing, who you're retargeting. Mm -hmm. There's nothing worse, and I've seen it so many times in all the research I was doing, nothing worse than retargeting someone who it does not need to be retargeted. Because then it just sounds like you don't know what you're doing or you're annoying them. Yeah. And that is a risk. What about when retargeting is counterproductive. Do you see that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, in gaming, I would say a low LTV app doesn't make sense to do retargeting. Okay. So if you are a hyper casual advertiser who uh, is just kind of playing a margin game where you're acquiring an install, um, mm -hmm. maybe monetizing within the first few sessions, yeah. just go out and get more installs. You don't need to do retargeting on that user. Um, however, if you have a game where you have a valuable subset of users, that's where retargeting is really critical. Okay. So more like casual, but hyper casual, even hybrid casual. I have to ask you because you look at the signs of churn. Now, I don't know if you're going to tell me all of them. Oh, okay. I don't know, but I would love to hear because that is exciting to understand, you know, the red flags, the green flags. Mm -hmm. We all can benefit from your insights. Give me a few examples. 
Yeah, so indicators of churn are, are really, it has to do with opening and, and not opening the app is a, is a major signal, okay. you know, at what cadence. So this is all things that are um, being looked at by machine learning, not something a human is looking at in the pre-launch analysis that we, that we spoke about, mm -hmm. more um, models determining the behaviors based on those signals. Okay. Well, we do have to be wrapping up. But I wanted to not just think about how you're helping the marketers. Yeah. You're obviously very helpful, very, very good hearted <laughs> is the feeling I get here, Kate, you know, but I want to unleash the other side of oh, you. Please. I want to understand. I want you to be edgy. Okay. All right. I've, I've, okay. Tough love for your marketers. Uh -huh. Brutal advice that you have to give them right now. Dish out Ooh. some tough love. You know, one thing is I would say stop taking the path of least resistance. I think okay. that. There was a time when we used to say um, no one got fired for putting their budget in Facebook and Google. I remember. Yeah, people used to say that. And yeah. I just don't think that's the case yeah. anymore. Um, I think you need to be willing to test and iterate and try new things and put mm -hmm. test budget against things. Um, I think about you know our, our incrementality testing, where we can set up these holdout groups to do this really interesting A-B test for is your activity incremental, yes or no. Mm -hmm. um, that analysis is only useful when you're looking at it holistically. So you need to look yeah. at that and attributed data and this in-app behavior, and you have to have the courage to uh, draw some conclusions from that. Mm -hmm. That process is very different from just plucking a day seven ROAS target out of thin yeah. air and, and assigning that to a partner. But the former is going to be much more, much more productive for yeah. you. So I would really just say, don't take the path of least resistance. You yeah. know, try some stuff and, and be willing to... I like that. I like that. Okay. Marketers want to be badass. Again, an edgy answer. Here is what you are missing. Um, challenge your, your vendors in a meaningful way. Uh, personally, okay. I love to run head-to-head -head tests against uh, competitors. And this is really easy to do with retargeting. You just split the audience between yeah. the two and see who wins. So um, I really encourage uh, marketers to do this. Push your push your partners to make sure they're delivering the best performance possible, mm -hmm. and this can you know be done. And Addictive is ready to there you ready are. To win so confident, ready to get it. I said at the beginning, it was a time before when you had the mic. Now we can give the mic back to you. So we're not doing poetry. We're doing something else. You have the mic. You can express your opinion about any aspect of the mobile marketing industry, mobile apps, games, you have it. You have the mic, you end it, Kate. What would you say? I would say, uh, kind of echoing what I said earlier, let's let's get to testing. Let's um, run some retargeting campaigns. Okay. Let's uh, target active users and upsell them. You have this valuable user, user base. Make sure that you're making the most of them. Kate, how can that not be inspiring? <laughs> You're too kind, thank you. Absolutely. You're in the right place. You are definitely in the right place. And great interview. And above all, let's hope for some great results because that's the point. Get out there, test, be brave, be bold. How can you not do it with Kate? Thanks so much. <laughs> thank you, Peggy. It was such a pleasure chatting can with I you. Can I do it? Yeah. Hey. There we go.